You're listening to Lando and Lexi. With Lando? And Lexi. Okay, so uh, what, are, what, are we, what are we talking about today? I mean, great news. Amara dyed her hair. Congratulations. With permanent marker, though. With permanent marker. Yeah, I mean, but it's pretty cool. I mean, come on. Come on. It's pretty cool. Um, so let's debrief a little bit. How did you like doing the Thanksgiving special over on the old Goal of Truth with Bryce and I and Jerrica as well? Um, I think it was a lot of fun. And I mean, I think we should do that more often. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking and even I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be only holiday specials. Um, but I am thinking maybe we'll do something like that for uh, on Lando and Lexi for Christmas. I think it could be fun. I think I briefly mentioned that on the call. Maybe all getting together and doing like a Christmas episode, we can call family members and have them on and, and chat with them. What do you think of that? Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So uh, stay tuned. Fun things coming. Uh, and if you're just joining us now, if you're new here, cool. Thanks. Thanks for showing up. This is, I think this is our 18th episode that I've put out. Um there are some that we've recorded that I haven't put out because the audio wasn't good or it was just lame or I didn't feel like editing it, so I didn't. And that happens sometimes too. Um, I'm not on speakerphone, am I, by the way? No, you're not. Okay, you're so smart. Thanks, Lando. I just like to check and make sure because I have nightmares sometimes about this happening. That you're on speakerphone? That I'm on speakerphone. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to bring up or should I just jump into my stuff? Just jump into your stuff, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll think of anything. I'm still trying to wake up, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with why you're trying to wake up when we're recording at 440 in the afternoon? Um. So I got a job working overnights with Amazon and so I work from 6 30 or 6 45 to about 5 a.m generally but right now I'm working till um 6 a.m because it is prime days or something so long long shifts and then I sleep during the day very nice are you enjoying working nights is that because this is your first time like doing night shifts yeah I honestly like I think it's a lot of fun because I get I so I get there and I start and then I like get into the groove and then people go on break and I look at the time and I'm like oh it's 10 p.m already time for break okay let's go and then and then I get back from break and I start doing my job again and then I see people like leave uh, to go on to go on their second break. I'm like, oh, it's 1.30 in the morning already. What? <laughs> and then and then I just like get into my groove again. And then it's like, oh, it's time to go home. Oh, OK, good night. And then we all go home. So it kind of like I don't really look at the time at all and like I'm just focused on my work and then it just kind of seems to go by really really quick 
Yeah, I actually found that too, that it went by quickly when I was working nights. When I worked nights, I was alone, um, but I did find it went by pretty, pretty quickly. Is it something you think, because obviously you're not planning to do this forever. You are also an educational assistant. Um, is it something that you would consider doing again in the future or would you kind of prefer to stick to the day? Um, you know, I thought that I was like a really like morning person and um, like I hated working um, closing shifts at Smashburger and I like fought to get opening shifts because I felt like I did with more with my day with opening shifts. Um, but honestly, with the with working overnights, I'm only working, so I work 10-hour shifts four days a week. Mm-hmm. So I still have, like, three days where I can do stuff. Right, right. During the day. So it's like I don't, I don't really mind it. Plus, it's not like I'm trying to herd a whole ton of people into doing their job and, like, being like, okay, well, we got to do this now. If you have nothing to do, do this. I just kind of stand there in my spot and I just do my job. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I I can see the appeal of that. I, I have enjoyed. I mean, that was my favorite thing, again, about working nights is it was just me. I wasn't in charge of anybody I just did my job. I showed up and I did it. Um, I didn't see anybody during my whole shift. It was great. I I I loved it. I know you're around a lot of people during your shift, but it is nice to just kind of do your thing, to know your job and, and to get it done. Yeah, I, I would have to say that, like, because it is a warehouse, it is really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of... Um, like that kind of gets annoying sometimes I would say um because depending on what section you're in um it's really really loud and some sections are quieter because they're a little bit farther away from all of uh the belts and stuff moving all the packages so I always I always pray whenever I go in I'm like please put me in a farther away section. Please put me in a farther away section because they're quieter. And so there's like not, there's not so much noise in them. And so it's more enjoyable to work in those sections because, I mean, I've kind of gotten used to the noise and I block most of it out. But then when somebody comes to talk to you, it's really hard to stay, like, to keep social distanced because they have to, because we have masks on and it's really loud. So there's two things counting against us when, um, when we're trying to talk to people. And so we have to get a little bit closer and we all have to yell so then we can hear each other. Yeah, I can, I can see the struggle. Do you have to communicate? much with the other people though like some people will have questions um this one guy his um his air package so we call it dunnage um it's just like the air packs that you get in your packages um his machine 
disconnected from the plastic parts and so it wasn't filling anything and so he asked me if I knew how to fix it and of course I did because on my first day at work everything went wrong for me um so I know I know how to fix a lot of stuff um so I don't need to like call anybody for help I can just do it myself and so I was, a, I was able to help him fix it um but most of the time you just kind of stick to yourself really that makes sense yeah that's not too bad um but star trek discovery season three have you seen the premiere the first episode i have not that is on my list to watch alandra i'm giving you homework i'm giving you homework it is phenomenal um yeah yeah because you remember spoilers for the end of season two if people haven't seen it already um and care um but at the end of season two you remember how they jumped into the future right yep yeah so this shows like it's really cool you get kind of this um this interesting contrast where She's in she's from our future, but then she goes into her future and sees like the changes. So all like her cool technology is like old technology now. It's really neat. It's really, really neat. Yeah, I heard that it I heard that um season three it like I saw this post and somebody said that season season three of Star Trek Discovery is the best Star Trek um like reboot yeah yeah series or something yeah so i think what people mean by that because i did see one headline before i went and watched it um because today i was just wondering i was like when does that come out and then turns out it was a couple days ago um so when i went and looked i saw i saw that headline that it was basically a star trek reboot and i was like what and so then when I watched it, then I kind of realized what they mean by that. It's not it's not like properly rebooting it, but it does give this fresh space to work in. And and so it is going to be very interesting moving forward to to kind of see what they do with it. And I love how I mean, it's just it makes it so different from the those first two seasons, right? Like those first two seasons, they're, you know, five years before Kirk and stuff, right? And then this is 980 years later. This is almost a millennia later. Um, and so it's going to be really cool to see. So you you need to watch it and then we can properly talk about it. Yeah, I think, well, and that's the thing, uh, they also have multiple different shows coming out as well for Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and so, like, this is, this is kind of, like, another one of those times where it's, like, Star Trek just, like, booms and has a whole ton of different shows going on and everything, and, um, and they just keep creating stuff, right? Yeah, and it's really cool. I feel like we're in this kind of golden age of 
um, of Star Trek, and I hope I hope it keeps going. Um, but since you since you haven't watched it yet, I kind of want to put that conversation on the back burner, and then we can catch up on it uh, once you've seen it. Um, okay, let's. And I, I don't want to turn this into like a like a movie podcast or a Star Trek podcast, but I guess if that's what we talk about, that you know, well, we talk about whatever we like here on Lando and Lexi, don't we? Okay, let's talk about The Mandalorian though, because that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming out later this month, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's season two starts on um, the thirtieth of October, um, and I am stoked because I guess, um, I guess Rosario Dawson is confirmed more or less. She's in the credits, so I would assume on IMDb. Um, I guess we can take that as confirmation that she's playing Ahsoka in it. Uh, you also have, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of posts about her playing Ahsoka, yeah. in it. So, yeah, well, and then you also have, um, uh, da, 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 uh Katie Sackoff playing Bo-Katan, which is just the coolest because she plays Bo-Katan in in the Clone Wars and in Rebels. So it's really cool that the person who started just as the voice actor actually gets to play the real-life character in a live-action uh, series. Um, so that's going to be amazing. And then, of course, uh, it looks like we have uh, Gina Carano back as Cara Dune. Um, and then, I guess, uh, Sasha Banks, who... Everybody suspects is Sabine Wren, um, but it's not super clear. Uh, but I hope she is because it, it looks like she could play Sabine. Like, I, I feel like she has uh, uh, just kind of the right appearance. And I guess she's a wrestler, too, which kind of fits Sabine's whole MO, hey? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting because there's there's a whole lot that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting when it finally comes out and we uh, finally get to watch it, um, just like when we got to watch the first season, right? Yeah, I guess nobody knew about Baby Yoda. Uh, give me a give me a brief review of what you thought of season one. Um, I thought it was very interesting on how it was done. It there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue in some episodes and it was it was much more like scenic and you just kind of had to like watch the picture and decipher like what was happening um and when there was mm-hmm. dialogue it was like i thought it was interesting because it it really helped move the story along um because pictures can only say so much right well and i think i think they did a good job using dialogue where it was needed um but not overdoing it right like i I think they did a really good job with it i just watched the last two episodes of it last night because one of my roommates hadn't finished it yet and um it was really good i did I, I didn't feel this way on my first go round, 
at least I don't remember feeling this way, but I didn't like the editing of episode seven. Uh, the way it was cut was weird. They have these dialogue scenes, and every time somebody new is speaking, somebody different is speaking, they change the change the camera angle, and so it just kind of throws it off instead of just having you know people having a conversation in one scene together. It kind of I don't know. It it was it was weird for me. There was one scene in particular, still good. It's just that one scene, and that could have been because of of production issues. Sometimes that happens. They might have recorded separately for whatever reason. Um, I get it, but uh, then the last episode, I mean, it just sets it up so perfectly, right? Um, Giancarlo Esposito uh, as Moff Gideon walking out with the the dark saber and so i kind of feel this is my suspicion okay for season two this is my prediction i think i think that we're going to follow uh the mandalorian trying to find uh ahsoka or you know luke or you know whatever some force wielder right maybe even the bendu i don't know um i feel like we're gonna follow him trying to find a force wielder to give this child to, to give baby Yoda to. And at the same time as that, he's being chased by uh, Moff Gideon. And then you have, I imagine, um, Sabine Wren and Bo-Katan trying to chase after Moff Gideon. Um, and maybe with, you know, and then, uh, and then Boba Fett is thrown in there because we know he's going to be in there. Boba Fett's thrown in there. Maybe Captain Rex thrown in there. I don't know. I don't know. These are my predictions. But I feel like it's going to be kind of a chase thing. And everybody's chasing everybody else. And then eventually they're going to culminate. And they're going to join up forces because the Mando's being followed by somebody. They're friends with the people he's trying to get to. And, you know, just kind of have this whole, you know, all sides kind of battle. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, just kind of like a catch me if you can kind of situation. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's kind of how it will go down. That's my prediction. So I don't think I don't think Bo-Katan and Ahsoka and um, Sabine. Uh, not that she's necessarily confirmed to be in here yet, but I don't think that they're going to play a huge role, but I feel like there's going to be this kind of, you know, little scenes with them teasing them in, and then in the in the end, it'll all kind of come together, but we'll, or maybe it won't. Maybe they're just going to leave it on a cliffhanger and, and see where it goes for the next season. Um but yeah, any other thoughts on that, Lando? Nope. Have you thought of anything that you would like to talk about here today? No, I mean, not really. Um, I'm really cold right now because it's snowing. And um, I don't think my house is sealed properly at the windows. And so because my desk is by the window, it's more, it's like colder over here. Um... But, uh, I mean, you know, okay, I got a story for you. Okay, fill me in. Okay, so, one, um, I, okay, I would like feedback on 
how the audio sounds for this um, mm-hmm. because I am recording on a different mic this time. So I just want to, I just want uh, anybody who's listening to give some feedback on how my audio sounds um, because I got a new mic so I don't have to hold it. Yay! It is on a stand of its own and it sits there so I don't have to hold it all the time, which got really tiring. Not going to lie. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like my back always hurt from it. And like every time I moved, I was worried that um, it was going to pick up on my movement because I was moving the mic with my body. <laughs> um, so, but uh, I would like to know how it sounds um, because I think I think it sounds fine. Right, Alex? I think so. I I mean, so far, I might notice something different when I edit, but from what I've heard of it so far, it sounds pretty good. Um. So my other story. So I bought a new car. And so I had a 2002 Jetta, which I don't know if anybody who's listening knows much about cars, but... Because it is German-made, for some reason, it is super expensive to fix. So, over the last three years of me owning and driving it, I've put in a lot of money just to keep it on the road. Um, And so now, it's to the point where I'm trying to sell it because I don't have... I don't have money to keep putting into it. Um, I'm trying to keep my costs down and selling that car that is costing me a lot of money is one of the things. Um, So it's been up for sale for almost a month now. And um, in that time, I bought myself a new car, which I am driving every day. So this new car is kind of a downgrade um, from my Jetta because it is a 1999 Honda Civic. Um, so it has roll windows, it doesn't have heated seats, it doesn't have a sunroof, um, it doesn't have steering wheel controls, and I'm 90% sure that it doesn't have cruise control. Oh, sad. Yeah, so those are all the things that my Jetta had that, like, I quite enjoyed. Um, but the nice thing is, is that the trunk opens which with the latch, so I don't have to use the key. Mm -hmm. The heat blows hot almost instantly, which is really nice. My Jetta took a little while to warm up. The seats are fabric, so in the winter, I'm not getting on ice-cold leather seats, which is also really nice. Right. Um, And so, like, there are, like, a few bonuses to it. It also has a remote start. Oh, that's which really is really nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. So, the uh, the other day, not this morning, but yesterday morning when I got off work, I went to go start my car and it wasn't starting. So I kind of got worried. So I called AMA, thinking that my battery was dead. Yeah, so I called I called AMA to come out to like see if they could give me a boost, thinking that it was my battery. 
the guy tested my battery and said, your battery's pumping out a lot of juice. Like, your battery's perfectly fine. So then he says, he's like, I think it could be your starter. So then he points out to me, okay, this is your starter here. It looks like a little, like, corroded and stuff. You might, you should probably replace it soon, like, if this problem keeps happening. Mm-hmm. So then, like, so then I go to start my car and it starts perfectly fine. I was like, what the heck, half an hour ago, it wasn't starting. Weird. So I was like, okay, awesome, thanks. So he goes about his day and I, I go to Denny's to have some breakfast because I was starving and I I was up for 24 hours. So, like, I just, like, wasn't happy. I wasn't okay. Um, and then this morning I go and I stop for gas And the same thing happened. I went to get into my car and it wouldn't start. And so here I am at a gas station kind of panicking because I'm like, oh no, my car is not starting. Like not fully thinking things through. And so I kind of started panicking thinking that it was my starter again. So I go and because I had just switched out my tires to winter tires, which thank goodness I did because it is now snowing. Mm -hmm. um, I have my other tires in my trunk right now still so I went to like I went to go find something that I could hit my starter with but I had to take my tires out to lift up the cover thing yeah for where like the spare tires is so I could find something to hit my starter with and so here I am with my trunk open my hood open at a gas station and people are coming filling up gas leaving nobody stopped nobody stopped to like ask if I was okay or ask if I needed any help and I just thought I was like what a world we live in hmm. because people like because it was early in the morning and so everybody's in a hurry to get to work or to get wherever or anything or and but like people don't stop anymore Hmm. and so I was like you know like that's fine I'm just gonna like hit my starter hopefully my car starts which it did so happy ending but like but I was but I was kind of shocked even even yesterday morning when I was stuck at work nobody stopped to see if like I needed any assistance or anything like everybody just kept going on their way right and um and so i find i find it just interesting because um like that's what people do yeah nowadays people just people just keep moving um uh a few years ago when i put my car into the ditch i had one person stop to ask if i was okay and he waited with me until until I told him that somebody was coming to get me. Really? And so he waited and then as soon as as soon as I was like, okay, like somebody's on their way, he's like, okay, you're okay though? I was like, yep. And he's like, okay, I'm going to leave. And he was in a hurry to get somewhere. Right. But he still stopped to make sure that I was okay. Right. And so like not saying that there's nobody out there in the world who would stop if... um if somebody needed help but they're very far and few in between right yeah it does it does sometimes feel like 
you know, I don't know, we get caught up, right? Yeah, we get we get caught up in doing our own thing and um and that's the thing like if I knew anything about cars, I would probably stop and see if I could help somebody, but I know nothing. I know well, not nothing. I know very little. And so like me, I wouldn't be very useful in that type of situation. Um but uh, hopefully I'm going to get my starter checked out in a few days. Um, and then if it needs to be replaced, uh, I guess I'm going to learn how to replace a starter. Well, at least it's, it's getting done. And I mean, even if you don't know how to replace it or whatever, you know, you know, people who do, I think, you know, we're really lucky that not only we have this technology, we have people who are making it and know how to work with it and can help us um with with all these different things right because i mean even though um even though people don't always stop i mean at least we still have ama right we have somebody to call uh, and i think that makes us fortunate yeah and that's that's the thing like anybody who drives who doesn't have AMA, I would honestly recommend them getting it Mm -hmm. because they have saved me more than once. Um, When I was having car problems with my Jetta, I had to get them to tow my Jetta twice. Um, Then just before winter hit last year, I accidentally flooded the engine in my van, which was not completely my fault because something broke in my engine which made it flood um so it wasn't overly my fault it was my fault but it wasn't my fault you know um so i had to like an ama like i called ama and they were there to tow my van even though it took some fighting because they're like oh well it's a camper van i was like it is a van just come and tow it it's just a little bit higher on top there is nothing like i so like their whole concern was that it was going to be classified as like an rv oh but i have i had no water tanks or anything hooked in underneath the van so there was no like other than other than a pipe for my gray water tank, mm-hmm. there was no other extra stuff on the undercarriage. Gotcha. Um, and so they they were just like really concerned about towing it because they're like, oh, well, if there's extra stuff under there, then we have to get like a huge flatbed and blah, blah. I'm like, it is a van. There's nothing special underneath. Just come and tow it, please. Right. Um, so I kind of had to fight with them on that one because... Um, I guess camper vans are a gray area. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have a van that is a camper and there is nothing hooked up, like there's no like water tanks or gray water tanks or anything added underneath, just tell them it's a van and you will get away with them towing it like a regular vehicle. Hmm. Good to know. And also for anybody... Yeah. Um, wondering ama is the alberta motorist association which is like basically the canadian automobile association which is also basically just the american automobile association so if you're familiar with caa or triple a um 
it's basically the same thing just in Alberta. Um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's saved my butt before. Um, but alas, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up and put a bow on it. How about that? Sounds like a plan. All right. By the way, this was not brought to you by AMA. Um, we just appreciate it. Uh, okay. Really appreciate it. Uh, I guess I'll 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 do the I'll do the thing this this time. Thanks for listening. But so you did the opener. Oh, okay. I guess we I guess we switch. You go 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 go. Thanks for listening to Lando and Lexi with Lando and Lexi. Mecco.